She-Hulk Episode 5, a brand new Black Adam trailer, and a first look at live-action MODOK. We're talking all this and more on this week's show. I'm your host, Nick. And I'm Anthony. And welcome to that superhero thing. Let's do it. I was actually quite worried that we wouldn't have anything to talk about news-wise because of all the D23 news from Yeah, last I was week. thinking about that. There's quite a lot of news, but I can't remember what any of it is. This is going to be a nice surprise for me, <laughs> as well as a nice surprise for you. But, so, on this week's show, we're going to give you a rundown of all the week's biggest comic book movie news. We're going to talk about the Black Adam trailer. We're going to give you a review of this week's episode of She-Hulk, and then we're going to listen to all your thoughts and theories at the end of the show in Podfans Assemble. We have got timestamps in the description, as always, so if you want to skip ahead to the news, or you want to skip ahead to the She-Hulk review or you want to skip ahead to Podfans Assemble I can't remember what's in this show genuinely then check out the timestamps don't forget as well if you enjoy the show please make sure to follow us on your favourite podcast platform and leave us a rating or review the more subs and reviews we get the higher we rank in the podcast charts and the more people will get to find our show before we get into the Black Adam trailer or the comic book movie news we've got some show news so there's a few things to tell you so firstly this is all coming in October But we're having a bit of a rebrand. We're not going to change the name of the podcast. No. Should we? No. No. (laughs) Let's let's not. That's too much hassle. We've got new logos. We've got new branding. All that sort of stuff. So that's exciting. We've been working on that for a little while. Probably one of the biggest bits of news, though, is, as we tell you every week, we love chatting to our patrons on Discord. So we are going to open up the Discord to everybody. So as of October, we will confirm a date. Discord will be open to all listeners. There'll still be a patron-only section, so you won't be able to access the whole thing. But yeah, you'll be able to go on there. You won't have all the hate of Twitter. And you can just go on there and and have a chat. And have a chat with us about all the latest comic book movie news, basically. Last little bit of news as well is that as an extra place where you can listen to the show, at the same time when we do the relaunch, we will also be available on YouTube. You won't see our lovely faces because we're shy, but <laughs> but you'll be able to hear us and you'll be able to listen to us on YouTube. I'm still too fat. So it's just Let's be honest, that's what it is for me. It's just me too. There's just another COVID place. fucked me over and I am fat and I do not look good. I look like I've got a pee head and I need to sort it out before I'm happy to be seen on TV. On TV? On kind of TV. Into, yeah. On, I don't feel like on I, can, I feel like I've got to argue with that fact, Andy, but I want to move <laughs> on at the same time. <laughs> Moving on then. So as I said, before we get to the news, we will talk about the Black Adam trailer. We were gonna do this last week, but it still hasn't released when we recorded the episode. So we've watched it. Anthony's just rewatched it again because he thought he hadn't seen it, but it turns out he has seen it. But it's alright because I'm he's surprised seen it again even now. myself. I surprised I was surprised as well. <laughs> I'll be really I'll be dead honest. But before we sort of break it down to a degree what are you thinking more excited less excited i mean you couldn't really be much less excited because we weren't really bothered but more excited yeah i'm more excited than i was before i'm a little bit more excited about it as well i'm just fed up with seeing it now i just want to like what i mean is i want to see it you want to see the actual film now uh, it's been put off for so long i know yeah i feel like like everything i feel like it's just teasing i know like when someone DC says do wise. 20 press-ups and then they say 19 about five times before they get to the 20. <laughs> like, I feel like we're on 19 for about the eighth time. It's going to get worse as well because yeah. everything DC is going to put back. Do you know what the first thing I noticed about the what? trailer is they've got rid of that real weird orangey hue from the trailer. It's like it all looked orange on the on the clips that we've had and the teaser trailer. Okay. Sepia toned. That's a big word. It's not a big word. It's a little word, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's a complicated <laughs> word for me. But yeah, it had this weird look. I can't say The last trailer, noticed. didn't you? No. Oh, I did. It was the first thing that stood out. I'm still not buying The Rock 
I mean, he wasn't really in the trailer much. It felt like he's... it was more the other characters this time, and I don't think that was a bad thing. Maybe that's why I'm more excited. I don't know. What do you think of The Rock as a superhero? Are you, are you like, super excited, or...? I love The Rock. I love The Rock. Genuinely. In the last few years, everything he's been in, yeah. I've just thoroughly enjoyed. I'm, I have, but, but I'm just not buying him in this. But this is also something he has really wanted to do for a long time. I know. I can't see him not doing it justice. No, I can't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But my concern with The Rock is I like him in films, but they're always big, stupid action films. And I know this is a big stupid superhero action film i get that it's not like serious you know it's not going to win an oscar clearly but i think he's trying to play a serious character and he wants it to be seen as serious and i'm not sure it can they're going to pull it off you want him in like a big stupid thing like fast and the furious or that skyscraper movie do you know what i mean Mm, big dumb popcorn flick but then skyscraper it wasn't trying to be funny or anything no i know that's quite a serious and he he was good in that okay don't know it wasn't it a is. great film, but he was good. He was maybe good. it's because he's trying to play like a bit not a bad guy, but a bit of an anti-hero, and yeah, he's maybe. normally like always the hero, like yeah, that yeah. doesn't do any wrong. You know, super clean cut. Yeah, maybe not super clean cut, but you know, like always out to do the right thing, and maybe he's not, yeah. and he's not here, so maybe that's what's throwing me off. Uh, there was lots of new uh, info. We got Amanda Waller, so Viola Davis popped up. Because we didn't even know she was in it. I mean, I didn't know she was no, in it either. No, I didn't. So that's good. That, again, yeah. it sort of connects it. Because of a link. It does, because it, other than that, there was there's no like link. We've said this before. Like, when is it even set? And I know they said it's set present day, but there's like flying hover bikes and stuff like that. Yeah. So clearly it's not. Uh, they are. So the story for the movie from this seems to be that Black Adam's been locked up for 5,000 years. He's escaped. All I could think of was Aladdin at that point. 10,000 years, it'll give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> if they don't do that in the movie, then they're missing a trick. So he's escaped his maximum security prison after 10,000 years, and apparently they're getting the X-Men to stop him, because that would definitely look like the X-Jet coming out of Xavier Mansion. Uh, as soon as I said that, I was like, Oh, school for gifted children. <laughs> it did just like a little bit like that. It's not really the X-Men. It is the Justice Society. So they look all right, to be fair. And they were Same the main... different name. Yeah. They were the main <laughs> part of this trailer. So we got Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. Love the look of him. Yeah. I, the best bit was when he gets the mace and he like swings the mace around and it turns into an axe when he's fighting that demon dude. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. We get Noah Centineo as Atom Smasher, aka Blue Deadpool, because that's what he looks like. Uh, we get Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone. We see her for like a, a brief second. A brief second? A little bit. <laughs> in a, Spinning around like a Cyclone, basically, because clues in the Why name. Why is the smoke green? I don't know. It's like she's in a fart. That's very original, <laughs> but it made me go. I tried to not laugh. <laughs> I tried to not laugh. I tried to remain professional. Didn't work. And then finally, we've got Pierce Brosnan playing Pierce Brosnan because he doesn't put the mask on at any point in the trailer for more than half a second. Seriously. Listen, so, what? Pierce Brosnan is life. He's a legend. He makes me laugh so much. I know, but he's playing. He's playing Doctor Strange with a helmet on, basically. But... The character Doctor Fade, it's it's he's got a helmet on all the time and you can't see his face. Oh, okay. And it's not it's not like two thousand two Spider Man. I was gonna say maybe it was in Pierce Brosnan's contract. It, it will like, have been in Pierce Brosnan's I want contract. Face to be seen. Hopefully they're just putting all the bits with his face in it in the trailer to make to let us know if you couldn't tell that Pierce Brosnan's in this. But yeah, I hope they don't do that in the movie. I hope they show more of him. 
just in the mask all the time. But he looks very much like... And I know he's not ripped off Doctor Strange because he's a character from the comics, but it's giving me proper Doctor Strange vibes, basically. But in general, though, as I said, I'm more excited. I'm kind of keen to see it now. October 21st? I think so. I think so as well. That's what the trailer said a minute ago, anyway. So, (laughs) October 21st, and we will be covering it on the show. Yeah, we might be a bad movie review, but we'll be covering it on the show. <laughs> Proper news then. So we got our first look at MCU's Modoc. So this came via a promo art from like a t-shirt. What did you think? Well, it's covered up. So what in like yellow stuff? Yeah, I know. I think I think we didn't really get a look at him to be honest. No, I know. And it's Modoc in a suit. That's how I see it as well. Yeah. But when it was first seen in the trailer at SDCC, yeah, everyone was saying they've turned him into a robot. And it's like, but that, that's not what, how I see that. He's in a suit and there's a mask. So yeah. he's going to take the mask off at some point and he's going to have a human giant head. He Does that know where th- it's going? He makes me think of uh, the thing, What oh, I can't remember what its name was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Kang. Was that his name? Krang. No, not Kang. <laughs> Kang Krang. Kong? <laughs> King Kong Kang. <laughs> I don't know, the probably thing in like the jar Jeff or something. And he's in a robot suit. <laughs> yes, Krang. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's going to be, you're going to see his face. Yeah. I think they're just trying to cover it up because we still don't even know who's playing Modoc. No. The rumour is that it's Corey Stoll who played Yellow Jacket in the first Ant-Man. Uh. Yeah, so he's going to have somehow ended up in the quantum realm and turned into this, like, monster dude i think that's more likely because that's why they're keeping him all covered up or the other rumor was that it was what's his name jim carrey yeah can't see that happening i think we'd know by now yeah don't you jim carrey had signed off i think we'd know by now not only because of that but also because jim carrey said he's gone into retirement now he's not doing any more films is that 100 percent happening yeah well he's he's definitely retired i haven't seen him since what about sonic 3 well we don't know we need him back for sonic 3 Sonic 3 is the he best said, superhero movie He basically movie of this said year. he's retiring, but if something intrigues him enough, he'll come back. Okay. Modoc is pretty intriguing. Get lifted around with hydrobolics and all that sort of stuff. Hydrobolics. <laughs> 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 I'm such a tip. <laughs> the question I've got, right. That was a quick one. And I only, I only thought, just thought about this, though. What? How is Modoc going to fit into this movie? Because Kang's the bad guy. So where's Modoc going to be? Is he going to be like the bad guy at the start of the film who Ant-Man beat in like two minutes and he's just like a bit of a stupid throwaway baddie or are we going to get like a proper story with him is he going to be is he going to be teaming up with Kang well I think right so I think that they're unsure about how Modoc's going to go down so I think it would make sense for him to be a throwaway right now because he could always come back and be like, oh, I'll get you next time. Yeah, could be, yeah. And, and do a thing. And if people like it, then they'll bring him back. And if they don't like it, he won't they'll get them, them next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, what's his face? Samuel Stearns in Incredible Hulk. They've brought him back after, what, 15 years to be yeah. the bad guy in Captain America 4? So it can, it can be done, yeah. I just, yeah, I'm not buying that he's going to be a big part of it. I think no. it'll be throwaway first 10 minutes. Uh, stick with well, Marvel, can, then. I'll just Go step on, on him. Yes, maybe. <laughs> Sticking with Marvel then, we've got some Avengers movie news. We've got two bits of Avengers movie news uh, for two different Avengers movies. So, bit number one, the Weekly Planet podcast reckoned that they've been told that Black Panther director Ryan Coogler is currently one of Marvel's top choices to direct Secret Wars. Okay. I'd be good with that. Because Black Panther... What else has he directed? Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, or oh, he will be directing Wakanda Forever anyway, and Creed. Okay. 
but, but we're, Black Panther was pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. big and epic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I think Wakanda Forever is going to be like on a whole different level. Yeah. So I think that's a really, really good choice. And so he'd be joining Daniel Destin Cretton because he's doing Kang Dynasty. I'd be, I'd be completely happy with that. Talking of the Kang Dynasty, that's the other bit of news. So Marvel have found a writer for it. The Hollywood Reporter has confirmed that Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania writer Jeff Loveness has signed on to pen the script. Which makes complete sense because it's about Kang, and he's writing Quantum Mania. I, I, I was going to say, say, at the moment, that's the only one that's slated Kang being in it. Exactly, yeah. So, so that makes complete yeah, yeah. sense for him to go from that to that. I'm still, I'm still sticking with my story. I'm still sticking with your story as well. Do you know what I think will make that even more likely? That's literally the next thing we've got written down. What? And it's made me more excited because I've never heard of Jeff Loveness before yeah. until obviously I found out he was doing that man. He is one of the main writers for Rick and Morty. So he knows exactly what he's doing with multiverses and alternate reality Love versions it. of the same character. Okay. So he's going to absolutely nail this. Totally I'm even I'm even more excited for Quantum Man, you know. The comedy will be there. I hope he does a little cameo moment to Pickle Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see <laughs> somewhere it. Somewhere in there. I could see it. He needs to be in it somewhere. But yeah, that's going to be really good. Uh, moving on to Star Wars news. So there's a new series for Disney Plus coming out called Star Wars Acolyte, and it's found its lead, basically. So the series is set in the final days of the high republic area i don't know what that means either don't worry it's basically a hundred years before the phantom menace so deadline is reporting that squid games lee jung jay is going to be leading the cast so song shong jun from you know, squid games still haven't finished it you've never seen have you watched it have you started I've wa- it <laughs> I've watched most of it yeah for some reason i've just not watched the end well the main guy from that yeah the yeah, main yeah. guy from squid game number four five six he's going to be one of the lead actors in yeah this which is good because he was really decent. It's been confirmed as well. So we already know two of the other actors. So two of the other leads are Jodie Turner-Smith, who was in, is it The Other Berlin Girl on BBC? Okay. And Amanda Stenberg, who apparently was in one of the Hunger Games movies. The little girl, little girl Rue from the Hunger Games movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's all grown up now. So she's going to be in it. And it's just been confirmed that Manny Jacinto has also been cast as one of the leads, who is Jason from The Good Place. So he's going to be in it. He's going to be in it as well. So it's he's really good casting this. Him. It's such good casting. He's I'm so good. No, none of them I would put in a Star Wars series. No. So I'm really intrigued to see where it's going to go. So apparently it's going to be heavily inspired by the comics and the novels, as we said. It's going to be a mystery thriller that shows the rise of the dark side. And it's going to be directed, written, and the sh- and the showrunner will be Leslie Headland, who is the creator of Russian Doll for Netflix. Okay, I've not seen that yet. I thoroughly enjoyed I've Russian heard Doll. Really, really. I good love things. Natasha though. She's, yeah, she's so boss. good. Yeah, yeah, she's brilliant. But again, that I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Look who's creating it, and look who's starring in this. Yeah, yeah. This should be really good, and it's going to a place in Star Wars that we've never seen on film or TV before. Yeah. So it should be really, really good. Can we have Natasha as a um, a villain in something? Yeah, like a Sith Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be all right with that. Natasha Leon as a Sith Lord. She'd be fucking incredible. I'd be happy with that. But like really, like, like, some, like something from a parody where she's like dead cocky and stupid and stuff like that at the same time. Do you know Putting what I mean? Cigarettes out on Stormtroopers <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do that. <laughs> That would be absolutely genius. Uh, Moving on to some DC news then. So, this is a weird one, but I kind of like it, but I don't think it's timed right. I've just given away my opinion. So, (laughs) Blue Beetle. Yeah. You know, the new 
DC film. Has, has that not been cancelled? That's not been cancelled. Okay, just, no, just thought I'd ask the question. So we know it's gone from HBO Max to a theatre release. Yeah. So Susan Sarandon, who's playing the villain, Victoria Cord, I think she's going to be, she was on the Jimmy Fallon show this week. Yeah. And she said that the film is all going to be in Spanish with English subtitles. She said, what's fabulous about it is it's the first Latinx hero that has owned movie. Even better, because his family is Mexican and all of the actors were Mexican or Mexican-American. And it's in Spanish, so it's subtitled. I'm, of course, the bad guy. She went on to talk about that as well. But I love this idea. Okay. I really like this idea. I think if you're going to go with that character, like Latinx, Spanish, Mexican, and they're all going to... That would be their normal language anyway yeah. i'm completely on board with this idea i think it's really really clever i think it's too early in dc not early because it's been going for ages but the position that dc movies are in at the moment yeah. i don't think it's the best time to do it yeah because yeah, yeah. i think you need to be and i'm not saying it can't be a good movie because of that yeah i think a lot of the general public general audience Might are not go going to appreciate it yes yeah. I think if Marvel did the exact same thing now, you'd 100% oh, yeah, get away yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think DC have got enough uh, goodwill and good faith yeah. from people yeah, to yeah. pull this off at the moment, which I think is a shame, really, because I think this sounds like a really, really good idea. It does sound like a really good idea. Right. I, I've, like I just said to you before, I haven't finished watching Squid Games. Yes. I've really enjoyed it so far. Yeah. There are two reasons I haven't gone back to it. Okay. I'm so tired all the time. They're trying to read subtitles while yeah. understanding what's going on and trying to catch what's going on on the screen rather than just reading the bottom. Yeah. Is a thing. Now, I know that there's a dubbed version. but is the, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you can, what, you, you can watch it English dubbed. No, I'm watching the Korean version okay. with the subtitles because apparently the translation is not as powerful. Exactly. Right, okay. Um. So that's why they've got it as subtitles instead because it comes across better. I think it came up on my Netflix automatically, just as dubbed. Did it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I was going to say, though, that proves me wrong, but no, it didn't. I remember it was dubbed, the yeah, part of the yeah, version I yeah. watched, and um, probably 90% of people did. But for me, like, I'd need to know that I've got full focus ready, and that... Do you not think <laughs> you... about 30% of the time at the moment. Do you not think you do when you're in the cinema, though? I am... Um, I don't know. If you go to the cinema, you're in the mood. I fell asleep watching Batman v Superman. Yeah, but that's just because that was Twice. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Batman v Superman, wasn't it? No, I, I, I just don't think. As I said, I think if Mar and this isn't anything to say Marvel are better than DC. Yeah. If Marvel did this, they've got enough of a build up and enough of a fan following. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That people will just go because well, because at this point you're invested. Exactly. People yeah, and you're invested aren't. in the universe, not just the I film. Agree, do you know I what agree. I mean? I agree. Whereas with DC. Where are we? Who's doing no, what? Know. What world are we in? Like oh, exactly, it's nothing to nothing, do. Nothing is clear cut, and you can't keep up with it. So no, I know. People I know. will just go, "Can I be asked?" Exactly, and yeah. that's that's going to be the response. Yeah, and it's now. I it's something that I would I I would watch it. Yeah, I've I've got to be honest. If it's subtitled, I've got to be in the mood to to read yeah, as well as watch. Yeah, but again, I think if you go in the cinema, you will. I just don't think. Some well, yeah, because you kind of put yourself up for it to. I know if you know that's what's coming, but I know. And, and I think again, I think it's a shame because I, th- I I think it's an excellent idea. Really, genuinely do. Some not comic book movie news, but I thought of putting on this because it surprised me a little bit. Avatar two news. Me, I've put Avatar two news in here. I know you should see that. Okay, face. Hun? He looks pure shock. <laughs> so, Avatar one has had a re-release this yeah. week. 
and or at least as in the UK. And at the end, there is 20, 30 minutes of Avatar 2 at the, after the credits, basically the post credits. So they put a post credits on, which is like the first 20 minutes of Avatar 2. Why? Yeah, I, just to get people hyped up for it. Oh. The reactions are mega. Oh, really? really, really good, yeah. So some of the reactions off Twitter, Tom Percival from BBC said, just seen 20 minutes or so of Avatar The Way of the Water, and all I can say is I want to go back to Pandora now. Alison Boshoff from the Daily Mail said, a truly stunning 30 minutes of footage seen today. Superlative, prepare to fall a bit more in love with 3D again. And then James Dyer from Empire, the best one, went to an Avatar The Way of the Water presentation this morning and fucking hell, it looks good. <laughs> the visuals are astounding, but the emotional authenticity that Cameron does so well really comes across in the character drama. I'm quite excited to see this now. Because it must be like You've done a 180. It must be something special. Do you know what the thing that's got me most though? I can't remember who said it. I've seen a couple of people. So he's done, he's filmed this thing or he's putting it out anyway in higher frame rate. So, so normally when you get the pictures, it's on, it's it's twenty four frames per second. Yeah, yeah. So TVs obviously can do a lot higher than that now. Yeah. So he's putting this out at forty eight frames per second. So it's gonna look like a lot smoother. Yeah. Now they tried that with the first Hobbit. Do you remember when the first Hobbit came yeah, to the yeah. cinema and it looked really really weird on the screen because everything was moving super fast and it looked like were you watching Coronation Street? It looked like so what like you're watching a soap opera. Oh, yeah. They've said that James Cameron's nailed it. He's figured it out. People have tried this technology before and he's figured out how to make it actually look good. So I'm really intrigued to see that as well. And we said I was I was reluctantly gonna cover this on the show, but now I'm quite excited to cover it on the show. (laughs) Because it's coming so it's coming out December sixteenth. Yeah. I think. So again, we will be covering that on the show. I've got two little bits of breaking news that have literally just before we started recording been announced. Not necessarily good news though. So first one. Marvel Studios has moved its untitled project that was scheduled for February 16th, 2024, all the way back to September 6th, 2024. They've moved it back seven months. We don't know what it is, but they've had to move a project. It is a big jump, isn't it? Uh, People are saying it might be Deadpool. I think that's the date that they thought would be the Deadpool movie. Right, okay. So I don't know why that would have been moved back. Uh, And then there was also a Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie that had been announced yeah. and scheduled it's been completely removed from the release schedule which yeah. makes me sad because it's going to be like it's going to be a whole movie about X-Wing fighter pilots the Rogue Squadron do you know what I mean it's like yeah. that would have been a good film so hopefully it's going to get put back in but yeah that made me a little bit that made me a little bit sad Anthony I was looking forward yeah. to that I didn't know it was happening you didn't know it was happening so we're not bothered let's <laughs> <laughs> not change like, my life act, I'm not let's lie. act sad uh, I think that's it for news then so should we talk about She-Hulk you mean the advert what do you mean well it was only about two and a half fucking it minutes was, long it wasn't very long was it <laughs> <laughs> so let's do She-Hulk episode 6 mean green and straight poured into these jeans that is the title of the episode didn't think I'd ever say that on the podcast before we talk about it <laughs> spoilers we will be doing spoilers straight away before we break it down what did you think of the episode apart from the fact that it was like eight minutes long what did you think of the episode i actually quite enjoyed the episode i yeah me too i enjoyed it there just wasn't a lot of it no i agree it didn't feel as short as the other short episode though and then i didn't eek at the end oh did you yeah yeah we'll talk about the end yeah 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 it was good so first of all yeah I was really hoping we were going to get a live-action Edna mode. <laughs> so was I. So was I. I was like, who is this? Who is this going to be? 
<laughs> I really, so I good. really thought they were going to make somebody look like Adam Road, genuinely. <laughs> and as a little bit, of, as much as so it was, a guy, Darling, a guy Luke, come a with me. Guy called Luca ended up being who was brilliant. To be fair, yeah, he was so good. Yeah, yeah, but he was an Edna Mode. No, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, I liked him. He was a good character. We also got so we're on to characters. So we also got a new character, uh, Mallory Black, played by Renee Elise Goldsbury. I loved her. The other lawyer. Yes. She was really, really um, good. She... Oh, you know she's been in something then. Was in Hamilton. Okay. You don't sound sure. I'm now not. Should we do so, the... Should we do a quick Google? The traditional I'm now. Pre- I'm pretty certain. Either, I've definitely seen her in something else. I want to say that it's Hamilton, but I'm now... Renee Elise Goldsbury. She was in Hamilton. Yes. She was in Hamilton. She played... One of the sisters. Angelica? I don't know. Angelica? Angelica Shyla? Skyler? Yeah. Yeah, she was Angelica. Well, well, sisters. well done, Anthony. She was good in this. She was. She was really brilliant. good. I enjoyed her. Very, very good. Very, like, badass. She's got a very beautiful voice as well. She's a good singer. I can't... Oh, okay. I just thought you meant, like, talking voice. I was like, how, the, how did I you... I saw be... the reaction. I was, I was like, like, singer. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I can't even remember what her voice sounded like, but okay, yeah. yeah she's a very good singer. Fair, fair play. Maybe she'll belt out a tune at some point in this. It wouldn't fact, surprise she me. she may have won a Tony. It, I'm not Googling that. That's no, too, no, that's too okay. complicated for me to Google. <laughs> that's okay. But she, she was she's great. brilliant. Yeah. She was a really good character. So, And I liked her relationship with Jen through the episode. I got, I didn't get... The, I, I did, but at the end, I didn't really get where it was going. No, okay, so, no, so I do. Do you know what I meant? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I, I get it. Because we got one fourth wall break. Like very very brief, which was basically just Jen. Like, did we, we get two? We got two. Have I forgot? There was one? the yes. Yeah, there was the one. yes when she said she wants and to go for a drink. And then there was one after it as well. Oh, okay, sound. There was, was it, one. Was more. it just another like glance at the camera? It was a. Then? It was a. It was a glance and maybe a word or two. I don't. I can't remember what it was, but I remember it happened a second time because I. I look out for them now. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So, so are we twice. going for the relationship is just like pure admiration from Jen to her, like looking up to her. So I think first of all, it's the I, th- I think there is an element of the female empowerment thing. Yeah, and so she's doing very well within the company, and is the only woman that seems to be higher up. Yeah, so I think her admiration is on that level. Okay, but I also like the reverse. So I love the fact that she's just like she's only here because she can hulk out. Yeah, yeah. And then that character development, like their relationship arc changes throughout the episode because she starts to realise that she's actually, although she's a a ditz and a bit of a divvy is the best way to probably say it. She's also genuine. And I think she kind of succumbs to that and is like, okay, yeah, do you know what? So when they had all the guys coming in. She hulk dickhead. Yeah. And yeah and i think the self-humiliation and deprecation and stuff like that yeah. she goes do you know what she's she's in it to win it kind of thing and the and the fact and jen was so excited <laughs> and happy because she sort of broke down that wall because at the very first meeting well, it was like, like i'm so glad that we're friends exactly yeah like, what yeah because because i didn't I've, now that i'm thinking back of it because the first meeting it was like you are we are not having any meetings or discussions as yeah, anything yeah. other than I'm your lawyer and you're my client. Yeah. And by the end it's like, yeah, let's go for a drink together, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So no, no, I get that. I get that now. I get where I get where that was going. Uh, but it was quite on that basis though, it was quite a deep episode because I did yeah. feel sorry for uh, Jen. Like, yeah. Really, really sorry for her. 
in that court. When he got asked about like uh, his attraction to her as Jen, and he's like, yeah. "Nah." But he handled it really, really. He can't he, lie. He can't he's in court. lie, and he was polite about it. He was, yeah. But I mean, I, I, he was blunt. I've but had polite. that conversation about me before, <laughs> and I know how that feels. No, I know, but he had, and that he, was to a courtroom full of people. Yeah, exactly. But he had to do it. I legit. Felt, I oh, felt I did. myself like combusting inside while I was watching really it. Sorry, it for was a it. level of cringe, not to the episode, but. Like, cause I can, I, I feel the empathy to her. Yeah, yeah like, I know what you mean. Uh, oh, it's it it's a weird. Nice. It's a weird. I mean, this whole episode was not much happened other than character building, but it yeah, was yeah. a character building episode. Yeah. I think it's maybe planted a few seeds for where it's going. Well, clearly at the end, but I think there's a few, another few as well. But it was building. It was building Nikki and Pug's characters, who we'll talk about in a bit, because their little story was amazing. Uh, but it was mainly building Jen's character, and it's weird because we've gone from her not wanting to be She-Hulk to accepting She-Hulk and now it's now that she's accepted She-Hulk and even fighting for the name back from She-Hulk of She-Hulk sorry where does Jen live like where does Je- where does the where does the identity but of I think Jen that, Walters I think that's fit? always been Jen's problem I don't think that's a new question don't you no that's deep that aren't they I, go on so from from what we've ha- again she, you know she's been that girl that has no luck with anything. Yeah. And now it's almost like she's competing against She-Hulk. Yeah. But she but she is but She-Hulk. She, yeah. I know you could see that, that 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 look in her face, you could see it. Yeah. And and that's why she was fighting it so hard because She-Hulk was better physically and you know all of that in every other way and even down to being attractive to men and yeah, it, yeah. you know even even I can't remember the other lawyer's name. She said Mallory. If they're the best that you can get, even when you're doing Shield, you're better off without you deserve yeah. more. Yeah. And I think that little bit where she's saying you deserve more to Jen as Jen and not as She Hulk. Yeah. I appreciated that. No, I get more that. because it's a, it's about it is about Jen's identity and it's about the fact that she's left behind constantly. And even with this She Hulk thing now, she's still left behind in yeah. that whole world. So where do you think we're getting proper deep with this? Where do you think is a superhero movie? <laughs> where do you think the because there are two separate identities, but yeah. for the same person here. And where is it going to end? But this, I must admit, like this also became more of a thing for me when they were talking about the superhero outfit for her. Yes, because she talked about my two bodies. Yeah. So it kind of like separates them yeah. in a way, as well. Yeah. And yeah. it's that kind of thing that I re- like. I got. I did get analytical in this one. I mean, I only watched it about two hours ago, so no, just sat on my sofa. But like this, I thought this was quite a powerful episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, and I mean, just down to Jen's journey. Yeah. And I think the fact that all of her cards have pretty much been laid out on the table there through court, but yeah, kind of everything there, and she's she's quite vulnerable, but she's still trying to be the oh ditzy me yeah I know kind what you mean. of response to it do you know what i mean mm. so she doesn't want people feeling sorry for her but at the same time she does feel really she sorry does. for herself yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah it does it does make me wonder where how she's gonna because i feel like by the end of this series she's gonna have come to not come to terms but she's gonna be in a position where she's got the balance right that's yeah. got to be the arc for this, yeah, for this yeah, series yeah. i'm sure there'll be a super villain as well but that's got to be the arc for jen she's got a perfect balance between the two now where that's going to be, I, d- I don't know. 
and I kind of want to know what you think, but my impression I get from the comics, from everything I've ever seen of She-Hulk, I didn't even know she could turn back into Jen Walters in the comics. My understanding is that she's She-Hulk and she's just always She-Hulk. Either because she can't go back to Jen or by choice, but yeah. she's fully embraced the persona of She-Hulk and Jen Walters is kind of gone, if you get what I mean, the yeah. human form. Again, either by choice or she can't do it. So the fact that they've gone down this route for the comics either way is a different route to go down yeah. and it's a clever way that they're doing it but where where do you think it's going to end do you think it's going to end with hair completely scrapping jen because i can't see that no i think that she's going to get stuck either one way or the other for a while and it's going to okay. make her realize that having the other half makes her who she is yeah so whether she gets stuck as Jen for a while after having all this power, yeah. or whether she gets stuck as She-Hulk for a while, like in the, you know, if that's how kind of some of the comics have gone, yeah, it'll make her appreciate the, the other half more. Yeah. And then it'll be kind of a good story when she finally realises that she's, she is what, no, I know she's what more mean. than she thinks she is, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think she'll end up as a maybe a, a defence mechanism trying to sort of stick more with the she-hulk look from this episode because yeah, yeah. i feel like we've had the i don't want to be she-hulk i want to be jen already yeah. in the first four episodes and with the well, fact i that, think it might go the other way of i don't want to be jen yeah that's what i'm thinking but then that's where i think she'd get stuck and can't turn back to jen for whatever reason but then yeah and then she's going to realize how big a part of her life jen, jen is jen is yeah. yeah yeah i think with the fact that she seems to be like well i'm more popular and people seem to like me more as jen that will whether you know whether she wants to admit it or not yeah but also even from the end of the episode when she's not clearly liked she hulk and not like the look of it and like the fact that she's wearing these like big frumpy shit suits but yeah. she's now gone to this luke guy and he's got a superhero suit for her i want to know what this other the special suit is Do you reckon it's it superhero is the superhero? Suit? yeah i think it's just going to look like yeah, yeah. i think we've seen it in promo art to be honest okay but even not just that also like nice suits for her to wear normally do you yeah. get what i mean and i think she's really going to appreciate it and i do think she might from what you're saying let jen go to a degree yeah but i again i think that the end from again from what you're saying i think it'll end up as she realizes that she needs both and the both is just important yeah yeah as each other it's quite again i if you told me at the start of this that this was going to be the way it was going to go I wouldn't have been excited about it. Yeah. And even writing the notes for this, I wasn't particularly excited about it. Talking it out, yeah. I'm kind of really looking forward to see where she goes yeah, as yeah. a character. Because my first reaction to this episode was, like, I mean, like within seconds and watching it, I was like, it's funny and stuff, but nothing's really happened and it was a bit of a filler episode and it just felt like the purpose was to get to the Matt Murdock reveal at the end. Yeah, yeah. But now... It's a really deep episode and there's a lot to it and yeah. I enjoyed it. And I actually think because of that, in some ways, it was one of the best episodes of the series, to be perfectly yeah. honest. It's really, really deep. Going off the deep th bit then, Titania. <laughs> Jamila Jamil. We finally got Jamila Jamil in an episode. She actually properly. said lines in this one. She did. She had words to say other than who, we hell, who the hell are you? <laughs> but talking about it, right? Her accent and everything like that and the mannerisms. And the, oh, it was so good. Amazing. Not She just wasn't Jamila Jamil. No, no, not at, at all. At all. When you look at how different this character is from the character she plays in The Good Place. Yeah, totally. And even from what she's like in real life. Yeah, yeah. She's absolutely Brilliant. nailed this. Brilliant. The most bonkers thing for me, and we'll talk more about the character, but 
the most bonkers thing to me is she's clearly such a good actress to be able to pull off these completely yeah, different yeah. characters. Us being from the UK, could do you, do, would you even thought 15 years ago when she was hosting T4, T4. On, a, <laughs> on a Sunday morning? Introducing us to the Hollywood Omnibus. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would you have thought she's going to be, she must be an amazing actress and she's going to end up like a Hollywood star. She's absolutely nailed this. Yeah. And I've, I've not ever disliked Jamila Jamil, but she's always just been there to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I'm really, I'm finding myself really rooting for her. Yeah. Not proud of her because I know her, but it's like I look at her from T4 and I'm like, I'm so impressed with what you've done yeah, and yeah. the fact that you've got, yeah, got totally. to this point. And I want her to be not just a she throwaway was a t- villain. She was essentially a, a low-level TV presenter. And she now t- she's yeah. in a project for one of the biggest global phenomenons. Exactly within tv and film but for anybody who doesn't know if you're in front of our us listeners when you say tv presenter she wasn't really a tv like presenter no she was just like i'm jamila jamil next is hollyoaks and then yeah. it'd go to the tv show and then she'd be on the screen for another 30 seconds and she'd tell you what the next thing was it was like a yeah. dj on a radio station yeah, yeah. but on tv t4 was such a weird it thing it was wasn't a it? weird thing but that was all it ever was that was yeah. her and now she's doing this and it's she's really really good at it yeah and i'm dead i'm honestly dead happy for her she's absolutely nailing it but talking about the character then again i love the character yeah but i didn't even hate her at any point when the lawyer stood up to speak for her and she stood up and then him. she stood up and he's like <laughs> sit down <laughs> <laughs> she was so funny she's that good and when jeb walked in she's like oh hey shrek <laughs> <laughs> that had me howling what's well. really funny is Twitter have exploded with Shrek memes about She-Hulk since it came out weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this whole thing where we said they've been anticipating stuff or are they just watching and adding these little bits? I think that that was easy enough to anticipate, but I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it's they've but nailed the fact it that again. she said it, and I was just like, yeah. "That's hilarious, yeah. brilliant." The love whole, it. the whole thing. I liked it when Jen go when Jen went to meet her, and she's going through, and she's like, she's literally selling snake oil, <laughs> 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 and it's like She Hulk oil, She Hulk juice, She Hulk this Foot cream. And she's like, they're all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And Nikki's like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> it was dead good. So, talking Av- about... Go on. T- sorry. No, go on. The Avengers. The Avengers, And yeah. the Avengers. have got to talk about Nikki and Pug. <laughs> right, Nikki and Pug, all series, have just been there. Yeah. And you've known that we're going to get something brilliant from them yeah. at some point. And this was the episode <laughs> where we got something brilliant from them. They're such good characters. Nikki is amazing. It was when she went to touch the bell and then it's like, no. <laughs> what? Be- oh, yeah. <laughs> The whole thing was boss. It so was good. The Avengers and the Avengers was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> the best bit was when they went to that place where they where the dude was selling all the knockoff gear. Yeah. And she talks to him in Chinese and he's like, I'm not Chinese. And she's like, I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm ashamed. <laughs> it was so good. Just how good did she was with herself? <laughs> she's such a good character it's even like at this even when jen had a meeting with mallory 
and she's talking and she just goes Nikki and she's like pops in straight away she's like oh, I was just uh, kind of like hanging around I wasn't listening I was just <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's just always she's all exactly she's just always there yeah. but again I hope we get more of those two yeah because they're part of it was brilliant. The little bit like the fact that they're fully done up in Avengers gear <laughs> was amazing. And with his little Thor hammer. He's got his Thor hammer <laughs> and his shield, all looking slightly different because the knockoffs. Yeah. And then we'll talk about his shoe collection in a minute. But when they eventually get the meeting and they start dancing in front of the camera, and he's like, "I can still see you." <laughs> uh, again, I'm sad it's not in the mood. So stupid. I am so stupid. But I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Before we talk about like the ending and the the we didn't get a post credit scene, but we got credits, so we've got to talk about yeah, the credits. Yeah. Not again. Not that we've had a problem with it, but after last week's episode, I found this really refreshing that we weren't still doing the every man in the series is a prick. Yeah. Because none of them were. No. I mean, the boss is a bit of a dick still, and I suppose a few of the guys who came up on the on the yeah yeah uh, in court where as well but it but it didn't the feel story it, it wasn't feel forced. forced yeah bet just confirm right episode one two and three it didn't feel forced do you know what it though, did in episode, episode four, four was all four of those guys yeah. and now that i know that this is the payoff i think a, if i watched back yeah. that episode i'd be okay with it i agree does that make sense yeah i know what you mean yeah because before it ju- it did just feel like they were throwing a lot at us for nothing whereas now i'm going Right, this is why. This is to this is for Jen's character yeah. arc. No. Yeah, I suppose and that, I'm so that right makes more sense to me now. So it I think does. if I watched it back, I wouldn't be as No, I agree. Hung up on it. Do you know what I mean? But that gets me to something else that I thought. Because again, with how short these episodes were, yeah. It did literally as soon as I started this episode and I realised it was gonna be like twenty minutes of actual content. Yeah. I was thinking, why are we stretching this out over nine episodes? Yeah. Why have we not just made this six episodes instead? But again, that would have worked better if that episode, if episode four and five were one 45-minute episode, yeah, yeah. that would have worked so much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, totally. My, miles better. It would have fit more with the story. Yeah. Even the end of the last episode, because the end of the last episode where it was like Titania's trademark She-Hulk, yeah. that was, I suppose, an all right place to end it, but it could have so easily just been the middle of this episode yeah. instead, and then it ended with the Daredevil helmet. Which, brilliant ending. Yeah, Really clever. Fantastic. I wondered where it was going. So I did bad. wonder where it was going, but and we didn't get much. I must admit, right? And I don't know it's a dead stupid thing to do. What you know when you start to see like the top of a box? Yeah. And in real life, if you can see the top of the box and you want to see more, you you lift yourself <laughs> to peek over. I was lifting myself where, to try yeah. and see over, but obviously it's on the fucking telly, <laughs> no, so you can't until way. the telly wants you to. No. Do you know what the word? Right. <laughs> co- completely going off. Right. Do you know what I do all the time? Not all the time, but well, when it when I right. I've sat there not long ago with like my mum at her house and yeah. she's got like the baby photos out and stuff like that. I don't know why, but you know, like old photos mm. and I've sat there looking at them with, with Jill, my wife and the two kids. I try multiple times to pinch to zoom in on the photo. Done it loads of times. Yeah, have you? Gen- yeah, yeah. I'm so stupid. Oh, I've not done that. But it was the, just it just from what you just said, like you tried to no, you just lean, try and lean, stand up to lean into a box, yeah, basically yeah. to see. But I'm that, that person, you know, if somebody's underwater on TV, yeah, I, I... what well, hold your breath, <laughs> look like a fish, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I wish you could all see. I don't know that actually hold my breath. It's like, and you know when you cut with scissors, pouting. you know when you cut with scissors, sometimes yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like using my mouth like doing the like Pac Man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's weird. It is a bit weird, yeah. Should we get off this though? I mean, I'm broken. The, the dead. <laughs> the dead have a helmet then. Yeah. Battle damage by the looks of it. Looks like it needs tidying up. Doesn't look like a new helmet. Looks all scuffed. I, um, I can't say I noticed if I'm totally honest. I just got really excited. I've only about seen it. it. I think I've only noticed that from pictures. Something okay. else I missed though. If before you got to the dead, oh, I was looking at all of the suits because I was trying to work out yeah. if we'd seen any of them. It looks like there's a dead. That looks like Daredevil suit. So okay. there's a picture again. There's a picture doing the rounds. It's just like a still from the episode. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Daredevil suit as well. well I was, so I, I we've got to be getting at all of the other bits and thinking. Ooh. But do you know what would be good what? if we saw a new hero afterwards? wearing something that you see on the on the rack yeah i was trying to look at all like, the stuff I, that was that was around you know not the, on the racks <coughs> but on the mannequins yeah sorry that's what i mean yeah you know the one that had like the white um frills yes. going up and round i thought oh imagine if we saw madame hydra with something like that on later i thought a bit starlight from the boys when i saw that to be yeah it was a little bit yeah but like all that kind of stuff because if if we saw something and recognized it later yeah we know that it can do something or yes. it can be repellent of something. Yeah, I know what you mean. So it'd be quite cool to be like, yeah, what's there were loads of little Easter eggs like yeah, yeah. that. I mean, again, we didn't get a post-credit scene. No, but first one, first episode, first episode where we've of that not post-credit had one. scene. I don't get that though when you've done it for the first four. Yeah, it feels weird not to have one now. If there'd been two out of four on the previous four, I'd be like, well, sometimes we just don't get them. But they did four in a row, so it just felt weird to not yeah, get yeah, one. Yeah. They didn't need one though, really, because we no, got the Daredevil. We got, yeah, we got the Daredevil helmet. But also, the thing that's got most people talking is one of the pictures from the the credits. You know, when you get all like, the art cards and stuff like that. Do you know what? I, I didn't look up Did at you it not? properly this time. Didn't you? For the first time this season. So, I've got it here for Anthony. you got to look at Pug's shoe collection. That's amazing. So, you got to look at him with his Iron Man 3 shoes, <laughs> which is boss. Amazing. But also, he's got Nova shoes. Okay. Ghost Rider shoes. <laughs> so that's the first look at Ghost Rider and Nova we've had in the MCU. Yeah. There's other ones, like there's Hulk ones and stuff like that. There's the Thing shoes. Yeah. Cyclops shoes. Go back up a sec. Go on. And a bit more. Is that something to do with X-Men as well? Is that, is that Wolverine maybe? Well, that one looks like an X, doesn't it? So there's yeah. one with it. There's like an orange pair with an X on it. This isn't very good for podcast. This because me and Anthony just looking at a picture. But <laughs> you've got Cyclops shoes. The Cyclops shoes are cool, and uh, there's a Spidey one down there as well. Yeah, and Deadpool shoes. So that is technically the, the first ever mention we've ever had of Deadpool, the Thing, and Cyclops in the MCU Love and it. Ghost Rider as well. Yeah, so yeah. again, it kind of feels like, especially the reaction that we're getting from that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. That's like the post credit scene. Yeah, and they didn't have to do. A post-credit scene. They just literally put a few pictures of some shoes in there. Yeah, and it's got people talking more than anything else in I the episode. I want us to see Pug's house. Why? I do want to see if he is like. I mean, because obviously this is this is kind of pushing to the fact that he's a bit of a, a Avengers nerd. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see what his whole house looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you like, mean. Like imagine yeah. if he's like some absolute obsessive. Yeah. Like I'd piss myself. Well, talking about people who are obsessive, and I forgot about this. Right, somebody else we got in the episode from last episode. Obviously, we got all the guys she went on the date with, but yeah. one more so than the others. So we got the guy who was in Baywatch with The Rock. Yeah. The guy who was asking her all the questions last time about, like, are you impervious to vibranium and yeah, all that sort yeah. of stuff. So he is now snooping around the law offices, and he's a he's a client of Mallory's. Yeah, yeah. So 
is it literally just he's there and it just fit the story? Or do we think he is snooping on her for something? And that's why he's hanging around the law offices. Because he was asking a lot of questions. Do you think he's going to be linked to the big bad? Maybe. Who do we think the big bad... Where? Right, so we know that... Or we think that we're going to get a big story arc or we are getting a big story arc with Jen from a character yeah. perspective. Yeah. There's got to be a big bad. Mm. You can't... Or do we think we're going to get... Do you think maybe we're going to get through the whole series and there isn't going to be a big bad? Could he be... Well, there must be, because we got the dude could trying he, to rob the Could he be, blood, like, working or a family member of... He, did we say that's going to be in Captain America 4? Samuel Stearns. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's still my thought. Because it's, it's not still titanium. that they were trying to get a blood. Who was? The crew. Oh, yeah. The crew yeah, that attacked to get blood. Yeah. So that puts to me, like, it's got to be some form of scientist. Yeah, I know. It's not Titania. No. I don't for one minute think she's the big bad. I'm not convinced we'll see... Or I actually think we will see Titania again because of that shot we've seen of her with Ruffalo doing the filming. Yeah. But I don't think we'll see her again until then. Yeah, yeah. I think she's just going to be like a little bit of a pain in the ass that comes back now and again for another fight. Yeah. If she was the big bad, she wouldn't be pulling stupid things like the She-Hulk thing, would she, clearly? She'd be biding her time and getting her. Unless it's a very clever distraction from something else if she is working with somebody. Yeah, I'm still not 100% buying it, though. Unless she is, just, or, or maybe she's just trying to break it down yeah, from yeah. a character perspective. I don't know. If I had to put money down now, I'm still going Samuel Stearns. Oh, yeah. I'm going that this guy is working for Samuel Stearns. He's trying to get info on her and those the Wrecking Crew were as well. They can't, the, the Wrecking Crew scenario situation can't just be a throwaway. Can't yeah. just been like, we want some guys to try and mug her and show how strong she is because we wouldn't have got the mention of the blood. There's got to be something bigger. But we're five do, episodes in now and we don't know. Do you think... And I'm just going to throw in a totally random on, thing out let's there. Let's get a rand, completely random one. Do you reckon it could be Abomination? Yeah, I hope With him not. Having to, right, so there was a bit of a thing about Abomination's ending that we, we that we got the other day. And we've not really discussed it. Okay. So he was talking about getting off um, from prison. Yeah. And the fact that he could go and live with his seven soul sisters. Soulmate, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, that that was what was going to support him. Yeah. The last thing that we saw with him is he gets on a bus and he fucks them all off. Like, Did we see that? Yeah. When? Uh, in one of the earlier episodes. I don't remember that. So he's on the bus with them looking out the window at them. Or, and, and he's okay. taken off. So he's lied. Yeah. So that's making people go. Well, he's in the mid-season is there not trailer, something though. Something more to this, yeah. So they're like, "Is there not something more to this?" Yeah. So maybe he is not necessarily the big bad. Well, no, not necessarily a big bad. Yeah. Is he throwing other people out there to test her? Maybe because he's talked so much about being Zen and understanding both sides of him and stuff like that. And at the point that he met her, she was really hating the fact that she was She Hulk. Yeah, I know what you mean. And pushing away from it. So is he trying to get her to find that balance because he sees it as a gift? Don't know. Whereas she sees it as a. I don't. I don't know. You've got me questioning it now, though. See what I mean? Yeah, but you've so also got me thinking about the, You've also got me thinking more about the mid-season trailer because I think there's one shot of him in the mid-season trailer, and it looks like he's in like a shirt at a party. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And there's people like cheering him on, but he's in abomination form, and he's supposed to have a he's supposed to have a power inhibitor he that's going to stop him turning into abomination. And I hadn't even thought of that. So yeah, there must be a lot more to that. Yeah. 
don't know. I kind of don't like the fact that I haven't got a clue. Yeah. It's an, but, I, but I like it at the same time because I'm trying yeah, to yeah. work it out. I feel like we're not being drip-fed enough. And I yeah. also feel like there's only four episodes left. Which yeah. is probably only about sixteen minutes worth of content. And do you know what? Every series so we've short. done so far since since One Division, we've gone. There's only this many episodes left, and we've not got anything answered. Where are we going? And we yeah, say but I don't even feel like we've had time. enough clues at this stage. Yeah, to even start, it's Mephisto. It's got to be Mephisto. <laughs> but yeah, in general, I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, it was a bit shaky the last couple of episodes, but. This, this one, is this has brought it together for me a little bit more. I, I actually, th- even though it was the shortest episode, I am, I actually really, yeah. really enjoyed it. And like you said, it's made me appreciate the previous two episodes yeah, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, it's put it across to me that what they're trying to do so far, and probably will do right up until the end, they're trying to build this world. It's a world building exercise at the end of the day. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? and the bits that maybe didn't make sense in previous episodes and maybe didn't feel as good, yeah. like you said, are starting to make more sense. I yeah. do feel that they could have massively benefited from dropping this to six episodes though and just giving us longer episodes. Yeah, yeah. Or even just nine longer episodes, to be fair. But yeah. there's a lot of content in it that doesn't matter still. Yeah. So I think they have would have struggled to flesh it out like the the light elf from Asgard yeah. who could transform. They didn't need it. Do you get what I mean? It was just a stupid side story. But yeah, in general, I am still enjoying it should we do pod fans assemble yeah pod fans assemble so on the poll this week we asked the usual question of what you thought about the episode and to drop us a comment 32 percent said they loved it 68 percent said it was okay so quick math said that means zero percent hated it but that's a lot of okay that is a lot of okay i'd be dead honest after after originally watching it i'd be in the okay bracket yeah and now having discussed it i'm in the it was great yeah yeah or whatever the whatever the top top option is i enjoyed it i loved it (laughs) great episode missing edna mode (laughs) missing edna mode it would have been perfect if we got edna mode cosmo barvagut said fantastic episode but too short the yeah. last two episodes have me hungering for more well is that not them doing their job though then yeah but it was too short <laughs> then though then <laughs> then though then it was too short though it was they've all done well establishing the world of she-hulk and i can see a satisfying storyline building up same me too jojo said pretty mediocre for the first 24 minutes but the rest of the episode 10 out of 10 <laughs> I can't tell if that's a joke. <laughs> it is a joke. Oh, okay. Because it's only 24 minutes long. <laughs> okay, <God. laughs> no. It was only 24 minutes? It means it means that they only enjoyed the picture. Yes, I'm a fair play. It was the best bit, to be fair. It no. was good, though. The Daredevil helmet was the, the best bit. The Daredevil helmet was the best bit. Uh, do you know what? This sounds really like cheesy. The whole exploration of Jen's character, now that we've talked about it, I genuinely think was the best bit. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really enjoying I, it. I did as well. And as really, I say, really it's made me appreciate the older stuff more as well. Exactly. So Cracking episode. Ragnarok265 said, Funny as always, and that ending tease was perfect. But a big problem I have with the show right now is that Jen isn't actually a competent lawyer. She's not, to be fair. I expected her to be clumsy as Hulk but an absolute badass in court. Turns out she's a fish out of water in both sides of her. 
But is that not a good I, thing? Well, is that I don't the know point? whether that's. I don't know whether the whole idea is that she's off her game because of all this that's happened. It's it's the whole idea of when you start dealing with a certain amount of stress, you're not you're not performing your no. job at a hundred percent. So this would have her kind of knocked for six. Yeah, but I do think that the purpose of this story is to show her becoming super competent at both. Yeah, because when you think about it, at the very start of the series. I got the impression that she was quite new to it. Yeah. So maybe this is her finding her feet in both maybe. both elements of her life. Well, maybe. Well, and maybe she does end up going to work for Matt Murdock. I yeah. wouldn't say Charlie Cox then. Yeah, either. Either would be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that would make sense that it he'd would. put her under his wing and, and train her some more. Yeah. Or find her a job with a different law firm, but somebody who's good rather yeah, than this yeah. GLK and H. Yeah. Donny G said, Luke working on Daredevil's costume. Thank you, Tensley. I don't know what Tensley means, but I was very impressed that Luke was working. Is Tensley the name of a writer or something? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Listeners, let us know. But yeah, the fact that he was working on the Daredevil costume, best, oh, not the best bit, but a really good bit. Yeah. Sleepy Dad said, the birth of the Avengers. <laughs> yes. This show does one line as well. The two setting up the suit fitting was very funny, but the court case was flat. Would have been great if they had allowed that to go further and have Madison on QVC selling makeup <laughs> or something to build the rivalry more. <laughs> I get it, but I think it was trying not to be funny. Yeah. I think we've been so spoiled with how funny the Donny Blaze court scene was. Yeah, yeah. And the whole Madison bit of it as well. But this was trying to do something different. Yeah, and I mean, they, st- they still had elements of it. Yeah, they did have funny it elements just, in there. Yeah, like hair, like going more. down a chair really slowly and all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Um, can you imagine if um, the Thunderbolts all have Avengers? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> what are we going to call ourselves? The Avengers. It's taken. <laughs> <laughs> the Revengers. It's been trademarked by Titania. <laughs> <sighs> Roger Dodger five six two said so much style in this episode. Didn't see the mask coming in at the end. I didn't see it no, at all either. Out, yeah. Didn't know our fellow Fucker came out of nowhere. Fucker came out of nowhere. Sorry, go on. <laughs> oh, and by the way, cheer up, Jen. Some guys would love to have a date with Jenny Walters and not be afraid of She Hulk. Yeah. I mean, fair point. Kenneth said, so really enjoyed this week's She-Hulk. The legal stuff was okay. I did like everything with the B-plot and the customer that has implications for the MCU and could also explain perhaps where Kamala's mum got Kamala's suit from. Oh, didn't even think about that. Yeah, I like that. That's quite cool. I like that. That's good. Be good if that's where it came from. I'd be be impressed. No post-credits, but with the last shot of the episode, I was actually okay with that. 8 out of 10. Yeah, Yeah. same. Peacemaker, this was such a dull episode and I don't think this show is for me. I will say that because Jamila signed up signed on for episode six, that means maybe um D D next week. Daredevil. Oh yeah. I was like Doomsday. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different thing. Oh, I'm an idiot. But also, what is going on with Hulk? It's been nearly a month and nothing. Yeah. Last episode. Yeah, I think it's gonna Very be last, last episode. episode. My favourite name again. Bargain Ben Harley Quinn. Amazing. It just it cheers me up every time I see it. I'm wondering if we'll find out why Matt Murdock is in Los Angeles. I don't know why I hadn't considered that previously. No, me either. Yeah, that's a good point, isn't it? Yeah, because Devil's Kitchen in New York, wasn't it? Yeah. 
I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, neither did I. That's an excellent point. That's weird. Well, so... And all the Hawkeye stuff's New York. So, you know that um, the new series of Daredevil is called... Daredevil... Born Again. Born Again. Yeah. So, there is a comic series about Born Again. Whoa, hang on. Stop. How do you know this? (laughs) (laughs) Research. (laughs) Someone told you, didn't they? No. (laughs) I I, I actually did look this... Well, I didn't look it up, but a story came up and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, Now, they tried to vaguely, loosely do the Born Again kind of storyline in the last series of Daredevil before it was cancelled. Okay. And they think that because it kind of flatlined yeah that's i'd obviously stopped it so people are thinking that the the reason this one's called born again is because marvel's going to try and do a better job of retelling that storyline yeah okay and it's him pretty much falling apart and not knowing who he is and all of that kind of stuff and yeah um trying to get back to the the top again after basically fisk pretty much fucking destroys him okay in born again um they have a massive fight and he's beaten to within an inch of his life and basically has to crawl away. Right, okay. So it's about Fisk getting really big. Now, obviously with the blip and all of that kind of stuff, Fisk's rebuilding and all and all of that. Yeah. So this version of Born Again could fit in well to the MCU. Okay. Um, as if he's gone to Los Angeles because he obviously... He, Faked his death, didn't he, in the Daredevil series as well? Did he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, spoilers. Spoilers, sorry. Um, and I, I know that that's not canon. Yeah. But it would be a good little explanation as to why he would have disappeared from Hell's Kitchen because he's been spending time in Los Angeles. He's still in Daredevil in Los Angeles, isn't he? Yeah, it's no, I know that. I know that. I think he's a different Daredevil. But but Matt Murdock's still he alive. never it previously never got um, established as. Oh, okay. Daredevil. No, I suppose. He was the devil of Hell's Kitchen, wasn't he? Y- yeah. And that, that never changed. Or not not that I remember in the Don't series when I watched it. it. Um, so I, I'm, I'd be quite intrigued to see. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see. Basically, Fisk like, bombs his apartment. Really? Like, he, go- he, goes, he goes for him. He finds out through the vine his identity. Right, okay. Somebody finds out. And pass it on to somebody, and pass it on to somebody, and it yeah, ends yeah. up finding its way back to Fisk. Fisk bombs out his house, makes him homeless. Um, it's in the comic or the series. In the comic, okay. Um, he um he ends up jobless, like he loses literally everything, everything and he's uh, he's literally like a, a, at the a, a total tipping point in Born Again, and so it sounds like it it could be brilliant. It does. and it sounds like if they're gonna go down the gritty route, that that could be really really good. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's going to be really weird going something that dark and gritty, which I, I did already think it'd go, not that yeah, story, yeah. but really yeah. dark and gritty. But then how comic it's going to be in She-Hulk. Well, we're going to see a we're <laughs> going to see a very comic, comedy-toned Matt Murdock and Daredevil in this, and then he's going to go on to something really, really dark and gritty. Well, this is the thing, like, because we, kn- we know that Daredevil's already established. Yeah. We're not doing an origin story for him no. or anything like that. So we know that there's history between him and Fisk. Yes. We haven't seen any of it, but we know that it's there. Yeah. What I'm thinking is, if he is outed in some way in this, yeah, it could be the start of the story for Born Again. Okay. So it could be the fact that whatever's outed here, 
Fisk will find out in New York, he'll think he's safe because it's Los Angeles on the other side of the, the country. Yeah. And, and then that him. leads to... yeah, That's going to lead into Echo yeah. and then into death. Fisk becomes yeah. really obsessive within okay. this one. And I think that it'd be a really good route for Vincent to go down because it's not something that he's necessarily explored as such. Two. Yeah, same. Yeah, But yeah, I'm quite excited about that. As am I. I'm quite proud how much I remembered from that as well. I'm that, to be fair. Yeah. You're welcome. Could all be crap, like, but yeah. <laughs> could, could all be crap. Could all be wrong. <laughs> Made up Guys, don't spot. tell Nick if it's shit. <laughs> if, I've, if I have cocked it up, don't tell Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Movies for Real said, I think this episode was a mixed bag for me. Some of the comedy really hit and love how they connected the previous episode with the court case. It was such a nice touch, but felt drawn out at parts like Titania is just annoying. Haha. <laughs> She, I mean, oh, she's I like annoying. She's but annoying, I, but I enjoy it. In a it. good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, the tease at the end had me smiling so excited for next week. We've got to get full on Daredevil next week. Yeah. You'd think. You'd think. Surely. Or maybe we won't and we'll just get Matt Murdock. Oh, man, I, I, could see, I could see it either way. I could see it either way. I could see us not getting Matt Murdock. Could you? Yeah, I could see that just being the, the little taster to say he's But then coming. fancy having a whole lawyer's series... And not having Matt Murdock. Only having him in like the last two episodes or something. Yeah, like, mm. Mm, I don't know. I, th- well, funnily enough, I thought that Daredevil was going to be the one to represent her. Well, Matt Murdock was going to be the one to represent yeah, her. Yeah, I did for as this. well. Yeah. So I was quite surprised. But when I'm it glad he to... didn't because I liked Mallory. Yeah. She was good. Uh, Blueberry Eyes said, to be honest, the episode lacked life for most of the runtime. Badly written at some points, especially the courtroom scene, not as good as previous ones. But I did like the tease at the end. I want to see what they do with the next guest character. Hopefully, the next episode picks up. I get, I get it. I, I think. It, I mean, for having it now, wasn't an action episode. It wasn't having now discussed it. As we've said, I've got a much greater appreciation for it. But yeah. I think it was a very different tone to the rest of the series. Yeah. It's quite easy to get thrown off as a result of that. Yeah, yeah. Ross Kiernan said the episode was really good. The whole Titania v Gen court case, I feel, could be setting up events later on in the show. The ending with the teaser Daredevil was great. Next week could be the episode he is in. But overall, I felt this episode to be long in parts and kind of drawn out. Which is weird. I've, but isn't it weird how a few people said it was drawn out and it was boring and it yeah. was the shortest episode? I didn't feel like it went really quick like the last short episode. I didn't though. feel like it went it really quick. It felt normal. Yeah. It really it re- did. At one point, I think I thought this must be nearly finished now, but this is a weird place to finish, and we were only like 10 minutes in. Yeah, it, yeah. it felt like it had been going on for quite a while. So, Well, he added at the end, nevertheless, it was good, just not as great as the earlier episodes of the show. Okay, fair play. No, but, I. Yeah, in so, I think in some ways it was better, but in, yeah. yeah, I think if you want the action, it depends. I was going to say it, it depends what you what you're looking for, yeah. what you get. Into, I, I, into. I do agree, though, it's a massive departure from the sort of the tone that we've had so far yeah Lorraine Horton said them both dancing with the Avengers props was cute it was amazing it, it was it really was the best bit <laughs> that was the best bit yeah. <laughs> Sheldon Pink definitely not my favourite episode but enjoyed it all the same felt even shorter than normal especially with no mid credit scene I'm feeling it was the calm before the storm of the next episode everyone has been waiting for and then he's put a gif of uh, Daredevil what a mixed bag there I know Felt shorter than the other than the others, and then we've had other people saying it felt really drawn, drawn out yeah, and long yeah. and boring. It's so weird, isn't it? It's no mad. one's wrong. It's just no, how no. You, it's just how you see it. Yeah, it's perception, isn't it? And then last one, Rachel Miller enjoyed it. Lots of fun, which is what I want. Loved the merchandise. Definitely Avengers. <laughs> Need that T-shirt. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny though if they? If, I'm getting it. <laughs> if later there. they had another um, Avengers con. 
and someone's trying to sell the cheap merch Avon, outside. Avon if he's just there again with Avon just yeah. outside on the cheap. Yeah. Um, courtroom scene was fun, but also hard for Jen. We saw Todd again, so he's deaf up to something and loved the de- uh, the Daredevil reveal. Perhaps it lacked a little pace, but a solid episode. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Talking about the merchandise, I liked it when Chad rolled up and was like, can you sign all the She-Hulk perfume? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it's like i'm supporting your what was it you're supporting your business endeavor or something yeah. like that it's, like, it's not it's not mine thank you everybody for getting involved uh before we do the wrap up let's do patron shout outs thanks to geeky nate kenneth night spearhead richard jessica avid gamer and sheldon pink for supporting the show patrons get exclusive access to our bonus podcast into the podverse new episodes every month this month next week we're recording it on monday i think we are doing fan Fan Four Stick, aka Fantastic Four, or whatever you want to call it. That crap Fantastic Four film with Miles Teller. We're doing that one. It's going to be rough. Yeah. It's going to be a rough episode, but if you want to listen to us dissect probably one of the worst comic book movies ever, then you can head over to the Patreon. <laughs> you can either head over to that superhero slash Patreon, or you can hit the link in the episode description. There's a little bit at the bottom that says support us. For that, again, it's for £4 a month. You get access to the bonus podcast. You will also get merch discounts and get full access to the Discord server. As we said, it will be open to everybody in October, but you get access to the whole server and you can listen to the episode being recorded live uh otherwise thanks for listening don't forget to come back next week for our review of she-hulk episode six and and or episode one and two and three <laughs> that's next week isn't it? that's next week uh, oh it's gonna be a, a lot busy episode next week so again i'm really looking forward to Andor though i am looking forward to Andor. people have said from people who've seen it so far that it's like an hbo max drama so it's gonna be good it's going to be deep and dark and gritty, this. So I'm really looking forward yeah. to that. Uh, if you don't already, make sure to check out our socials at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the latest updates on the show and calls to action for next week's Podfans Assemble. And like we said, if you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify. It helps us out massively. The more subscribers and the more five-star reviews we get, the higher we go up the charts, and the more people can find the show. Other than that, then, I really need to go and watch Fantastic Four because I've still not watched it. I've been putting this off for weeks. I'll be watching it on Sunday. I'm going to watch it on Sunday, yeah. I might have a few beers. Yeah. (laughs) And gins. (laughs) And a bottle of vodka. (laughs) On that note, it's time to go. We'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.